0: Welcome back to Loftman's Basketball. You are listening to Episode Seventeen of our WNBA Retrospect Series, a historical look back at the greatest draft prospects in league history. Today, we'll discuss superstar Brianna Stewart. Before Stewart was a multi-time WNBA MVP, she won four straight national championships at UConn. We'll dive into our pre-draft scouting report on Stewart, her draft grade, and more. Ultimate Basketball starts now. Welcome, Milwaukee, for the win. Welcome, you all up basketball. Thanks for joining us and making us your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcast and on YouTube. My is Sutter Cruz. I'm your Saturday host covering the WNBA draft and prospect scouting. I'm joining my co-host, Lincoln Schaefer. Lincoln is our biomechanics guru and covers the WNBA at the next. Today's episode is brought to you by Dave. Download Dave today at dave.com. You can get up to $500 in five minutes or less. No, no credit check, no late fees. Our conversation subject today is UConn's Brianna Stewart. I'll give the floor to you, Lincoln. What is your assessment on her as a draft prospect?
1: Stewie is insane at UConn. There's no other way that I can put it. She's basically, what if you took the best wing creator in a class and smashed her together with the best defensive big in the class. It's like the way that she moves at six four six five is ridiculous. The way that she handles the ball at six four six five is ridiculous. The way that she shoots at 6'4", is ridiculous. The way she moves into open space, the way that she defends... Basically two through five every single game whenever they need her, the way that she scores in every single play type that you can think of, and she's not a bad passer. She's it. I I don't know what to say about Stewie as a prospect because it, it's whatever I say, I feel like I'm selling her short.
0: Yeah, just an elite defensive prospect. One thing that popped up the screen for me was just her ground coverage ability, her length. She can cover so much ground and help. Also, um, like you said, the versatility. You can pretty much throw her anywhere on the court, let her defend one through five with her length, footwork, coordination. She does literally everything with a basketball court.
1: Yeah, the only way that I could really like contextualize this is just reading off her senior season stats. Because her senior season, she averaged 19 points per game, nine rebounds per game, four assists per game, three and a half blocks per game, and almost two steals per game on 62% from two-point range, 43% from three, and 83% from the free throw line. Like, if you don't know how to contextualize that, that's that's a great big mixed with the best, best perimeter player in a class. It's It's legitimately – wild. The one thing that she doesn't really have in her bag which I've, I've noticed is uh, she doesn't really drive the ball very much. She likes to settle for mm-hmm. these pull-up mid-range jumpers but it kind of doesn't matter because she's so good at shooting pull-up mid-range jumpers. I it, Her shot difficulty is really, really difficult but it's like she makes them a lot.
0: And she went worth noting, she went 151 and five in her college career, won four straight national championships.
1: You don't four of those losses. Four of those losses came in her freshman year. Three of those games she didn't start. So as a starter, she only lost two games over a sample of 135 games, which is not all Brianna Stewart. Uh, we have to give our pre- credit and props to Mar- Mariah Jefferson and Morgan Tuck who were both incredible athletes and incredible prospects in their own right in uh, went number two and number three in this draft. Um, but they're not the ones that have the accolades and awards page. That's literally too long on my screen to take one picture of it. You have to scroll to cover all of Stewie's accolades. It's, it's honestly ridiculous how decorated a college basketball player Brianna Stewart is.
0: And one thing we were talking about before we recorded with Stewie and with UConn is how good their college team was, is if you threw their roster onto a WNBA court, they're probably a top three seed right now. The
1: Yeah, the 2015-16 UConn team is – one of the best college teams of all time. It's the, the famous 111 wins consecutively spanning from, uh, I, I don't even know the exact numbers, but they, they go three consecutive seasons without losing more than one game in a season. They win every game. It's insane. Stewie doesn't play more than 30 minutes per game her entire college career because they're winning by 30 all the time. That 15-16 uh, season, they didn't have a game that was closer than 10 points. They won most of their games by 30. They won every, double, every NCAA tournament game by 30. Like, I just there's, – there's only so many things that I can say before it starts to feel a little bit unreal,
0: And and with her game, one thing that you don't see a lot, there's maybe a couple prospects we talked about in the series where you can legitimately run pick and roll and also run pick and pop for them and actually have them as a creator. It's basically her, Lauren Jackson. There's only a few players that you can actually do this with. If we're talking about team building, is there a better player in basketball to build your team around than Stewie right now? Or at least whenever she was coming out of the draft.
1: If you want to talk about just the number of ways that you can use her and the, um, like, the ease of building around Brianna Stewart, maybe not. I, I'm probably leaning taking Asia right now over Stewie. Right, right which, now. Yeah. Right now, but, like, Stewie legitimately could play any position on the court. She can pass as a ball handler. She moves well enough to be a, a one and has a really smooth handle for a big. She can shoot like a two or a three. She's shooting in college uh, 36% from three on three attempts per game. She can like defend the rim. She can guard ball handlers. She can switch literally one through five. And she's blocking 11% of shots that opponents take around her which, like, she's putting up similar block numbers to, like, Aliyah Boston while also stealing two shots a game, shooting 40% from three and scoring 20 points per game. I, she's, it, it's, it's ridiculous.
0: So after the break, we'll get into our scouting grade on Stewie. But first, let's talk about Dave. At one time or another, we all need a great or a little financial help. That's why Dave is great. Dave can get you cash when you need a hang, a hand between paychecks, and can help you build credit by settling extra cash advances on time. Dave is the banking app that's leveling the financial playing field. When you download Dave, you can get up to five hundred dollars in five minutes or less. No credit check, no late fees. It's part of our. It's part of Dave's extra cash account. Advance the money you need with no interest, and then settle up later. Download Dave today at dave.com slash That's dave.com slash MBA. You can get up to $500 in five minutes or less. No credit check, no late fees. Download the Dave app now or go to dave.com slash for For terms and conditions, go to dave.com slash legal. Eligibility criteria, instant transfer fees apply. Baking service provided by Evolve. Member FDIC. There's a lot of uncertainty in the world, and it's important to be prepared. The Jace Case is a personalized emergency medication kit that contains five essential antibiotics that treat the most common and deadly bacterial infections. You can also customize your case and add additional life-saving medications based on your unique needs. Go to jacemedical.com and enter promo code LOCKED ON at checkout for a $20 discount on your order. That's promo code LOCKED ON at J-A-S-E-MEDICAL.com. Dot com. Welcome back. I'm here Sunder Cruz and thanks for joining us. Let's get into our scouting grade on Stewie. But first, for those unfamiliar, we use a baseball like 2080 scouting scale. A 40 is your average WNBA contributor. A 45 is a top end backup. 50 is your average starter. 55 is an above average starter. 60 is an all star caliber player. 70 is an all WNBA caliber player. And then 80 is reserved for your perennial mvp candidates Alternate to you lincoln this is this is pretty simple
1: yeah it's it's a, it's an 80 she's uh close to breaking the scale um like <laughs> i have a whole section in my notes that's just wow this is wild i i don't <laughs> it's it, she's very 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 good
0: and with Stewie, we're talking about just to conceptualize, we're talking about one of the four four best prospects ever. You can make a case higher, lower. We haven't really decided our exact ranking up to that point, but she's up there with the greatest prospects ever, with Candace, with Lauren Jackson, with, with even we have we're our high on Caitlin Clark, Maya Moore, Asia Wilson. These are who we think are our the company. greatest prospects ever. And for Stewie just the most modern basketball player you can find and that's what it makes that's what makes it so impressive going back a little bit with what we saw with lauren jackson lauren jackson was doing some similar stuff but she was doing this in like the late 90s early 2000s and do you see any comparison there between prospects between those two
1: a little bit um of course, they have similar frames, and they yeah. both end up in Seattle. Um The The number one comparison is, that the, is the smoothness uh, flowing into being a very good jump shooter as a 6'4 big. I think I'd give LJ a slight edge on off-screen shooting spot-ups and the like. I think she's a little bit better shooter and scorer, but Stewie is kind of in another world from LJ defensively, which is absolutely ridiculous to say. Like LJ is is one of my favorite prospects that we've watched for this series and like an all-around incredible player, but I think that Stewie is like a little bit better defensively and not quite as talented offensively, but very close. she's just
0: a good basketball player at some point like you said it's hard to describe how good she is uh, it's similar with what we talked about with Asia and all these different prospects at the top you're really nitpicking to find stuff that they aren't good at for their position like with Asia yeah. she pretty much does, every, does everything you're looking for in a center prospect with Stewie she does pretty much everything like the one concern you had was she takes too many pull-up jumpers. But she but makes She's them. really good at them. Yeah. But she makes them. It's not like she's a 25% shooter on pull up mid range jumpers. She makes them. So there's yeah. really, no, that's really what you're talking about with these top prospects where their concerns or their major improvement areas aren't really improvement areas. And that's in a sense, what makes the them
1: the best prospects. Right. There's if really no already glaring. If you're already really good, then you have. Um, it with Stewie, it's it's not that she's just really good at a whole bunch of things, it's that she's she's so above average at everything. Mm-hmm. I I can't think of anything that I don't think that twenty sixteen Brianna Stewart could do on a basketball court.
0: And let's just say Seattle got really lucky getting her, getting <laughs> Jewel. They have, they've had a ton of number one picks in their history.
1: Yeah, yeah. And, like, the one thing that I, I did think was what would Stewie, what would college Stewie look like without a very good point guard to set things up? Because she played every game of her college career with Mariah Jefferson, who is, like, taking away uh, WNBA careers. She's one of the best college point guards of all time. She's a menace defensively. She's a really solid shot creator and a passer. But, you know, we never got to see Stewie without an elite point guard. She played every year of her career up until 2023 with Sue Bird. Like, you can't really ask for much better than that in the modern WNBA. And then she moves to New York and is with Courtney Vandersloot. We've never seen Stewie in a situation where she doesn't have an elite point guard in college or in the WNBA, really.
0: Yeah, so after the break, we'll get into some more player comps. We'll also talk about her WNBA career. Quick withdrawals, easy gameplay, and enormous selection of players and stat types are what makes prize picks the number one daily sports app price picks offers offers weekly promotions and that can lead to big payouts like taco tuesday each tuesday price picks discounts select players up to 25 percent even with even more value price picks now offers apple pay for quick and easy deposits into your account this football season go to pricepicks.com slash locked on nba and use promo code locked nba for a first Deposit match up to $100. That's code locked on NBA for a first deposit match at prizepicks.com slash locked on NBA. And we're back. Let's get into Stewie's WNBA career to this point. She's played seven seasons so far in her career, 223 career games. The stats are pretty ridiculous 20 20.8 points 8.7 rebounds 3.1 assist she averages close to three stocks per game she's also shooting 47 percent from the field 37 percent from three and she's pretty efficient from the line as well how would you describe how her career has transpired at this point compared to what you saw as a prospect
1: i mean it's It's about what you expect. She's one of the best players in the WNBA from the day that she sets foot on the court. Uh, She is remarkably consistent. She just, like, she doesn't really have a bad season in the WNBA. And, of course, we know she misses the entire 2019 season, the whole year, with um, the Achilles injury she suffered in EuroLeague, which sucks. And uh, since she came back, it's not Quite the same player. Um, I know that M, our usual co host, likes to separate Stewie's career into pre Achilles and post Achilles, and that there's a slight difference, but still, she's still one of the best players in the world, even having lost a step. She is really good. I can't really find a way to compare her to any one player besides just saying Lauren Jackson ish. But like she's so good at everything and everything that you see uh, on the screen at UConn carries over into the WNBA. She is tremendously efficient. She's a defensive menace. She's uh, now a two-time MVP and a two-time WNBA champ, five-time all-star and just continues to rack up accolades at an enormous rate. She's Pretty much consensus, one of the three best players in the world. Right. And what
0: our co M said was OKC Kevin Durant with more of an off-ball game. With KD, we're talking about the same things, a bunch of tough mid-range jumpers, sometimes sacrificing rim attempts for those mid-range jumpers. Versatile defensive player, especially whenever he was younger. Good passer, just pretty much your yeah. your ideal wing, forward, big, whatever you want to call these players because they really don't have one position on the court.
1: I came up with one weird amalgamation um, where Brianna Stewart's kind of like if you took Cameron Brink and Maddie Segrist and took all of their best aspects and mm-hmm. shoved them together into one player, where you have insane mid-range shot making, a, a live dribble handle, a very good shooter and scorer and maybe the best defensive player in the country. It's, it's not perfect, but it's the closest that I'm going to get to uh, what Stewie is as a basketball player is just like, and that's two presumed top five picks in back-to-back drafts who uh, are lacking on one end of the floor a little bit, that if you shove them together, even if you separate those pieces, they're, they're still very good basketball players, but shoving them together creates this insane, just basketball genius.
0: Yeah, sim- similar to what we talked about with uh, Segrist when she was a prospect was the lack of turnovers, just polished decision making. And that's why she translates like, so well to the WNBA. Because some of these prospects mm-hmm. we talked about in this series, there's, there may, there's maybe a step lower in the processing side maybe they're not impactful right away but with 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 Candace with with Asia we're talking about some of these players where they immediately step in the WNBA and they're top 10 players top 5 players almost and that's that's why um sometimes i wonder if the WNBA had a similar rule to the NBA I wonder how that would change career traject- trajectories like how 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 productive could Stewie be if she came to she came to the W out of her freshman year or out of her sophomore
1: year. Yeah, that's a fair point. I mean, as a rookie, Stewie got a third place MVP vote and finished six, sixth uh, just in between prime Candace Parker and prime Angel McCautry. so she didn't really miss any steps. She averaged like 18-9-3 as a rookie. She absolutely was good enough from age nineteen to be a WNBA player, and I I agree that she's probably like just racking up more stats in more nineteen nine and three seasons. It's it's an interesting thought. I think that the the the, there's there's very few players who would be these world beating WNBA players at nineteen years old. It's it's rare. We've seen even very good players like Ezzie Magbergore, um come from overseas at age 20, age 21, and struggle a little bit as in their first two years. Mm-hmm, right. Who, Ezzie Magbegor now one of the best defensive bigs in the WNBA, she's just, it wasn't quite there for her the first two years. And now age 23, age 24, she's putting it together more. And we don't really see very often outside of like, LJ and maybe coming up LFM could be like a 20-year-old, 20, 20 19-year-old in the WNBA. It's just it's not something we have much of a lens to see. But I I agree that Stewie is still a very good player in the WNBA at 18, 19.
0: And the players we do have that come in at that age are usually into-the-bench players. They're usually not getting... Major minutes. And that's yeah. almost what I wonder, kind of getting off topic, but with Caitlin Clark, having her go back to college does no good to me for her development and just as a player, because she's way too good. Like if she goes back to college, she could come in as a rookie and probably finish top five in MVP, which is insane.
1: Yeah, that seems likely. It's, it's, I don't see any way that the rules are changing anytime soon, so it's not really something that I'm I'm thinking right. deeply about. But it's it's an interesting hypothetical, yeah. All right. So,
0: you mm-hmm. Ultimate Basketball, first listening every day. next back next week for continued coverage of the NBA basketball as a whole. To recap on scouting grade on through with an eighty, we view her as one of the four to five greatest prospects in WNBA history. But next week, you can join us back on Saturday for a historical scouting report on Kelsey Plum and Sabrina Nescu. Have a great rest of your weekend, everyone.